Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. Which you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Smoking gun email show just came out that the Biden family used the vice presidency as a for-profit cash machine and that Joe Biden has been lying to the American public to cover it up. Remember, he said, no, I never met anybody from Burisma, is it? Is it Burisma? Actually, that I understand because he's got no memory left. It's gone. So. Is it Burisma? No, I don't. Really. And then they show a picture of him playing golf with the head of Burisma. Ah, oh, boy, oh, boy. If Biden wins, China wins. And China will own the USA. Remember what I said. Pointing a We've special got to prosecutor. get the attorney general to act. He's got to act. And he's got to act fast. He's got to appoint somebody. This is major corruption. And this has to be known about before the election. Welcome, War Room Pandemic. This is Stephen K. Bannon. You're in the War Room. It's Tuesday, the 20th of October, the year of our Lord, 2020. Two weeks from today, ladies and gentlemen. You will be in a voting booth pulling the trigger in what 250 flag officers, uh, admirals and generals have said in a letter to President Trump in his support a month ago is the most important election in the history of the republic. And I can tell you the heat, the uh, acrimony, uh, the intensity is every bit as intense every bit as nasty, every bit as much vitriol as before the election of 1860. Just saying. And that is driven by the, uh, the unhinged left. But the Praetorian Guard, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, I never have been, right? I was a naval officer, went to Harvard, worked at Goldman Sachs. But I can tell you the way the system works. There are no coincidences. Uh, FBO, we'll get into this later, uh, president right there directing the attorney general of the United States to begin an immediate, I think he said criminal investigation, criminal investigation. Uh, the FBI director, Ray, should be in the Oval Office this afternoon. My recommendation should be asked 10 questions about the hard drive and about why the specific agent that was selected to go down to Delaware was that agent that was picked. And he should answer the questions about why this agent asked the questions that he asked the, um, the, the, the proprietor of the store, which now been proven correctly, Fox News, Mike Emanuel, shout out to Fox News, doing two great pieces of reporting, then Tucker tying it together last night. Mike Emanuel and the team at Fox Online. Uh, boy, you don't see enough of Mike Emanuel during the day on Fox News. Note to Fox News news producer, the, the head people, during the news part, not the opinion part, you've broken two huge stories. Number one, Mike Emanuel and the guys called people on the email chain and they confirm, yes, those are my emails, and yes, J Joe Biden is agent, 10% of the deal. That was Friday. All weekend, 
didn't hear anything. Oh, purported. Not purported. You guys proved it. Then again, Mike Emanuel to yesterday or this morning, breaking huge news, at least during the Daily Mail. Daily Mail doing a great job of repurposing this and pushing for Axios just breaks. You see, Axios just breaks despite the mainstream media trying to suppress this number one story in the world, globally, everywhere. To wit, the whistleblower move, the poor whistleblower movement, the, the the people out of China trying to trying to free themselves, they're having their Twitter accounts shut down. We're gonna have somebody from the whistleblower movement in the second hour. We're gonna have somebody. We had the mayor of uh, was it Carbondale, Pennsylvania, up in northeast Pennsylvania. Note note to a Biden campaign. Note to Biden campaign. Now that you've put Joe Biden the witness protection program, the witness protection program, and in the most five most important days of this campaign. From Sunday to Thursday, in the five most important, they take Saturday off. Why is he taking the days off? Taking the days off, he doesn't want to hear the CBS guy ask anymore. The Biden campaign has not come out and corrected one email. You know why? They know exactly what we have. They have it. What do you think Joe's in the mumble tank? Uh, we're going to be, Mayor Rudy Giuliani joins us at 1015. We've got America's mayor in the Elliot Ness of his generation who put away the five families in New York who broke Wall Street. You guys, most of you are too young to remember. Rudy Giuliani is a crusader. Rudy Giuliani, using Rico, put away the, he broke the back of the mafia families in New York. They've never been able to rise since then. He broke the stranglehold of the mafia that controlled Wall Street. When I was there at Goldman Sachs, you had Drexel Burnham, Ivan Boski. These guys were bandits. Okay, he broke them. And Rudy Giuliani is about to break the Biden campaign and Joe Biden, okay? The question gets to be for Ray today in the Oval Office before he gets fired because he's not going to be able to answer the 10 questions. Why didn't you come forward? Why didn't, why didn't you come forward? If you had come forward, sir, in the last week of November, first week of December, two major things, three things. Number one, there have been no impeachment. In the nation, CNN and MSNBC, you could have gotten on the pandemic even before war room pandemic, you could have been on the pandemic. The whole nation could have been focused on the pandemic. The whole nation could have been focused on what was coming out of China by the CCP. Maybe we could have saved. You're all whining now. Maybe we could have saved a couple of hundred thousand Americans. If we weren't diverted from, by the impeachment, all Ray had to do was come forward with this. Number two, Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, Focahontas or, or Bernie Sanders would have been the nominee. Once, and here's the other thing about this hard drive. Yeah, there's a lot, tons of stuff on the emails, all that, all kind of depravity, that'll all come out. But the whole thing with China and all this, it's an open secret. Tony Blinken knew this. Jake Sullivan knew this. Kurt Campbell knew this. It's time for the press to start asking tough questions of those guys. It's an open secret. Schweitzer and Terman and Posobiec, they're showing you back in 2011. When he's vice president, they're breaking FAR. These guys all will be rolled up for FAR violations. Got poor Manafort in jail. Right? On Farah? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. It's an open secret that Joe Biden's been for sale. And, you, and they're paying for access. This is not a story about a son with a drug problem. This is a story with a father with a national security problem. And that's what the mainstream media, you're all going to be beclowned. All you guys that, that, that were, and not one editor got fired, not one producer got fired, not one pundit got fired. You were all dead wrong in 2016. It was Stephen K. Bannon that told Trump from August 13th on 100% metaphysical certitude, including the time the Republican Party tried to bounce him at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning of Billy Bush weekend. 
Why? That's not what this election's about. It's not about locker room talk. It's about the managed decline of the United States of America by an elite who profits off its decline. It's a very simple theory of the case. Hasn't changed. Donald Trump's work's not done. You're not going to do this in four years. You're not going to do this in eight years. You're not going to unwind this. That's what Donald Trump's doing. And Joe Biden is just the neoliberal neocon. The Bernie Sanders voters that listen to the show, populist on the left, please embrace the following fact. You are dis and dismissed like the populist on the right. And if you don't think so, just I want you to. By the way, has Bernie Sanders come out and say anything about this? Bernie, where are you? Focahontas, where are you? Don't, I don't want to hear about you, Biden, and you know he's a popular. Forget all the nonsense. We know that's a lie. Talk about why you're not the nominee. Bernie, talk about why you're not the nominee. Why did you waste people's time? All those people put on those rallies and went out there. And the Bernie movement, Bernie movement, this. You're weak and you're sad. Okay? You're weak and you're sad. And right now you're a disgrace. All of your followers ought to vote for Trump as nothing more than a protest vote. If you don't vote for Trump, just don't go out and vote. All you're doing is supporting the system that hates you, right? I don't agree with everything the populist left wants, but I, I, I like the fact they're trying to step up for working class people. We think we got a better solution. Hey, maybe we do, maybe we don't. But we understand one thing. The way the system operates today under the party of Davis cannot go on, cannot sustain. It's got to be on the backs of the working people. You guys come to a different set of policy conclusions than we do. But I got to tell you, if you look at a guy named Ice Cube, if you look at a guy named 50 Cent, it's changing. It's changing. These are smart individuals, and they're looking at the facts, and they're going, why am I, why am I, why am I, why am I buying this? Why am I buying this? Neoliberal neoconism is what the FBI was protecting. It's just like they protected in 16. It's not the Hillary Clinton, the whole stuff of the FBI, that was all nonsense in the general campaign. This was about a, an insurgent populist nationalist versus the system. That's why we beat her. Remember the first day I got, come on, the first couple of days after I got elected, Breitbart, it's alt-right, Steve Bannon's a nativist, Steve Bannon's a racist, Steve Bannon. I sat there with the team, I said, if this is what she's, if she's going to do identity politics and we just hammer populism, nationalism, we're going to win. And we were 12 points down. We came back after Billy Bush were 14 points down with three weeks ago. Note to self, we won. Why did we win? When it came to people going in there and pulling the trigger, they just go, I don't want this anymore. Buried lead in Alex Eisenstadt's story today, lead story in Politico. Love that my brothers, uh, Corey Lewandowski, Dave Bossy, and others are, you know, obviously need to be heard from. Although stepping as a fabulous ground game guy, you got Jason Miller, Steve Cortez, Greg Manns, and others of that team. The 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 the, um, uh, the election team, the campaign team is fabulous. If they had a little money, they'd be more fabulous. Buried lead Biden campaign, Paduchik, down in I think the twelfth paragraph, said, "Don't need to go back to Ohio. We got it." When he said he told me we had Ohio. And 16, you can take that to the bank and you can cash that. Bad news for Biden. Here's the bad news for Biden. You peaked too early. You peaked three weeks too early. And the tide's coming out. And here's the problem. You're soft. Why was I picked for the Trump campaign in 16? I didn't know Donald Trump. Met him a couple of times. Had a couple of meetings. Didn't know him. Because I'd spent 10 years of my life on the Hillary Clinton program. Right? I knew how to take down Hillary Clinton. 
she's what we call a hard target. She's hardened. She's battle hardened. Whether you like the Clintons or not, they've been to the mattresses many times in their life. She's taken a lot of incoming, right? She's not going to panic. She's going to sit there and take incoming. Now, we chop blocked her at the, at the debate with the women that he had abused and, and raped, right? That chop blocked her. She never recovered from that. She got rattled, right? It's like putting an airburst over some boom, you know, all of a sudden they can't, they never get it back. That's what we did. Joe Biden's soft. The team around him soft. You want to see how soft it is? Look at, where is it, LeVon? Who's that guy on Fox on Sunday? That's a master class of how to interview somebody. He had her spinning around. She finally said, yes, you're right. The, the emails are authentic, right? She's benched. You won't see her. You won't see her anymore in the campaign. The surrogate for the Biden, because Biden's soft. This is why they have him in the witness protection program. Also note this and put this down and, and, and remember this, because they're going to teach us at Columbia Journalism School. The only time Biden's really seen out over the weekend that the campaign pushes is with his granddaughter, with his granddaughter, acting like a great-grandfather, like the grandfather I wish I always had, buying, buying her a milkshake. And what's the press, what's the, the hardest questions? What flavor do you have? That's going to be the moral equivalent of when we let you clowns in the room during, uh, quote-unquote, the debate prep, when you all walked in and had Paula Jones and... Uh, and Broderick and everybody and go, he raped me. You're all sitting there going to say, hey, dude, it was okay to grab people. Oh, 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 oh. Mike Bender and CNN and, uh, and uh, you know, all the, all the crew. We set the trap and we got you. Hey, note to self. I think we set another trap, right? Mainstream media is about to be devoured here. I want you to push Russia. Push it. Push it all. The Bidens know that the hard drive from hell is real. They know it. That's why they're not divine. And by the way, they can't push anybody out to de defend it, to say it's not real. You know why? They ask the question, was this real? They're not going to go out on a limb and blow up their reputation. Do you see one surrogate? Even the young woman they put out said, oh, yeah, it's authentic. They can't find anybody. You know, you can't find anybody for your surrogate in a situation like this. You go, hey, I don't want to go out on a limb and salt it off. Is it real? Oh, it is. Okay, fine. Maybe I'll just. Uh... You're done. Stick a fork in it. And you're going to see how you're done because we're bringing America's mayor in the next segment of War and Pandemic. And we're going to talk about, by the way, we're surging. We're surging in Pennsylvania. We're surging in Ohio. We're surging in Arizona. We're surging in North Carolina. He's peaking at the right time. The greatest closer in American political history. Two weeks. We're in the red zone. America's mayor, the crusader, Rudy Giuliani next. With Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. John Fredericks Radio Network, Real America Voice Channel, Dish Channel 219, 113 in Chicago on your cable. Also, Newsmax TV, now in 70 million homes. Chris Ruddy and the team down there in Palm Beach. Fabulous job. G News, GTV throughout the world makes us the largest show in the world, blowing through the firewall. Tens of millions of listeners and viewers every day I want to thank the team there. And, of course, everywhere. We're now over 16 million downloads on the podcast and growing. Tomorrow, the first anniversary of the show, War Room Impeachment. First anniversary. We're going to have John Fredericks on and others. We're announcing Bernie Carrick. The Bernie Carrick is going to be the first anniversary co-host 
uh, to be in the room. And what a law enforcement, uh, fantastic, fantastic individual, a real warrior. Now I want to introduce America's mayor and one of the greatest law enforcement officers ever in the history of this country. He broke the back of the mob, the mafia, the five families that controlled New York City. He broke that back in the 80s. He then turned and pivoted and broke the mob that controlled Wall Street. We saw the movie Wall Street. Uh, Gordon Gecko is Mike Milken, and uh, Rudy Giuliani's guy put him in jail, put him Ivan Boski. All of them broke the mafia that controlled Wall Street and, and opened it up to the little guy not to be ripped off anymore and these companies not to be destroyed. That's what Rudy Giuliani did, protected America's companies from being basically eviscerated by these guys. He now joins us. He's got another target. It's the Joe Biden. It's the Biden crime family. President Trump, uh, Rudy, was just on uh, Fox and Friends this morning giving an interview. He, his lead was, I'm directing the attorney general of the United States to begin a criminal investigation of the Biden crime family. Do you think that's a little too hot? Do you think that's warranted, sir? Both do, to tell you the truth, Steve. They're, they're, I mean, I've known this and tried to get it out, although uh, the, the same kind of censorship that we see now was happening then. There's, there is overwhelming evidence that for 30 years, the Biden family has been using his office and monetizing it. They sell influence. The money goes to the Biden family member. Joe does the favor, which is a bribe. And then they take care of Joe's expenses. And as Hunter tells us on the hard drive, these are his words. I take care of most of the family expenses and I kick back half to pop, which he's a little bitter about the way he says this to one of his, I don't know if it's his sibling or his niece, he's talking to one of them. Oh, it's his half-sister. Half and he says to her, I've always had to kick back half the pot. Well, I've known that for two years. I have off-the-record witnesses who tell me that, but I never had the proof of it. Now I've got the proof of it in the words of a co-conspirator. And let me emphasize, Hunter Biden is collateral damage here. I, I, I don't know, you know, I've prosecuted many cases, and sometimes you feel bad for the people you investigate. I feel bad for him. He, he was misused horribly by his father. Horribly. I mean, you don't take a drug-addicted kid, which is what he was at the beginning, and put them in these criminal high-pressure situations. Over the course of 10 years, this guy dealt with some of the most dangerous people in the world. If you have a son who's a drug addict, you, you simplify his life. You're a smart enough kid. You get him a job that's within his competence, and you take him out of that. You don't put him in it. This drug addiction has become worse and worse because of how his father was utilizing him as a bag man. It's a, Joe Biden is not a good man. That is a total joke. He's a very bad man, as Donald Trump said. I want to go to... Um... I want to, this is not about somebody's drug addiction. In fact, you could almost say, and I use this term lightly, he's a junkie. He, he's had, he, he can't get off of this stuff, and that, that's the tragedy of him as an individual. I know. But the, I pressure, know. the pressure his father puts on him, the pressure his father puts on him, puts him in these situations. With the Chinese Communist Party, I don't, really, I don't know Ukraine, but I know China, and I got to tell you, he's putting him in situations with Chinese intelligence assets, Chinese intelligence officers, guys whose who's sole function in life is influence peddling and to get access to major yeah. political leaders throughout the world. Joe Biden's continually rewarding his activity 
therefore is is empowering the kid to go do more when it's obviously beyond his beyond his psychological structure to continue. Yeah, it's a terrible thing. I mean, basically, it's like sending you know sending uh, the kid out to get more and more and more, and he pleases his dad when he gets more, and dad is upset when he doesn't, and in, in all of that, it is making his addiction the pressures on him grow and grow and grow. So by the time we get to 2017, 2018, you know, you, you, you've seen the photos. We got a kid who has no teeth left. And we have, we have a guy who uh, looks like a zombie at times. And why you do that to your son for money, I mean, first of all, you shouldn't be taking money. But if you're going to do it, go find some political hack to be a bag man. That's what the old timers used to do. And this is the way Tammany Hall got money. Joe Biden had a bad man. The bad man would collect for the mayor, but the bad yeah. man, you know, was a tough old guy. Ma- Ma- Not Ma- some kid who has a drug addiction. Mayor, I know you're crammed for time because you got one hit after the other. I want to get all this out. Number one, Joe Biden is not available to the press because it's not that he's studying for the debate. He knows policy supposedly <laughs> ten times more than Donald Trump. He's in hiding. He's in the witness protection program. Why is Joe Biden hiding, uh, Mayor? Because he, because. The only answer to the question, are these emails and text messages and photographs accurate, is yes. That's the only answer. And the, the mere fact that they won't give the answer that they aren't is, is already the answer. It's like the stupid thing that he said, I'm not going to tell you my position on court packing because you don't deserve to know. Well, you, gave, you told me the, the answer, Joe. You think we're stupid? I mean, this, I, I don't know what he thinks this is accomplishing, but the thing is the press lets him get away with it. I couldn't imagine if any Republican candidate had an allegation like this against him and went and hid for five days, they'd be demanding that he drop off the ticket. Mayor, uh, I know that you've talked a lot about the corruption. You talked a lot about the influence peddling, the access for sale, the Biden crime family, financial relationships from Ukraine to China. You know, some of these are joint ventures. They're going to make tens of millions of dollars, maybe not hundreds of millions of dollars. But correct me if I'm wrong. Have you not reached out? Is there other activity here that you would deem potentially criminal not related to the influence peddling have you reached out have you reached out the third parties to verify that yes i i mean i i i i have so much verification i don't know what to do with it i mean i i have the lawyer i have the lawyer calling here i have the lawyer calling here and uh, calling calling the guy and saying can i have hunter hunter's hard drive back i've got hunter's signature I mean, Fox just authenticated. I authenticated it a week ago. Uh, I have Hunter's signature on the receipt. If you look at the hard drive internally, I've got of my own five things that only Hunter would have known. I picked up a, a sixth one from an independent witness last night. And then, you know, you have that statement on there. Uh, 10% goes to H for the big guy. This is money from a Chinese, from a, from an organized crime Chinese communist but, yeah. at a high level in the, in the CCP who runs sham operations as intelligence operations. That's who Joe Biden is a partner with. L- the big guy is yeah. Joe Biden. Let me ask you, you is there any... that by looking at the documents. Yeah. Is there, is there before there's you... an anonymous witness who's going to come forward and identify Joe Biden as the 10% guy. Now, if that doesn't blow up, then we're living in, you know, Soviet Union, 1970. In the next, the New York Times, in the next 24, 48 hours, are you going to bring forward 
a potential other information yes. related to non-financial criminal yeah, activity? We're going to do both. There'll be more financial criminal activity, more proof on the stuff that we already have and some even bigger deals that are eye-popping and some personal conduct that has to be brought to the attention of the public for, for you know, to, to make sure people are safe. Do you believe that that do you believe there, that there, and that had to be and that had to be handled and that had to be handled appropriately before they could be discussed? Do you believe that personal activity is criminal? I have no doubt it is. Mayor Giuliani, want to yeah, I, 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 I take it you're going to break it. All you have to do is look at it. All you have to do is look at it, and you can figure out it's criminal. I take it everybody should be watching Maria Bartiromo tomorrow. Maria Bartiromo tomorrow when you uh, when you're on your hit is a. Is I will certainly, I'll certainly, I'll certainly discuss some of it with Maria once I have it all packaged together. Mayor Giuliani, want to thank you very much uh, for joining us here. I know you got an incredibly busy day and other things you got to go to, so I know you got to jump. Now, Bob, your your show is you know preaches a lot of people, and we got to uh, and we got to crack look, we got to crack through the like the Iron Curtain. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Mayor Giuliani, America's mayor. All right, you too. One of the God greatest one of the greatest law enforcement officers ever in this country. And I love the fact he's mocked and ridiculed by these uh by these uh uh media dwarfs, right, on, on, on mainstream media. Rudy Giuliani's gonna be remembered a hundred years from now. You're not, okay? Because what Rudy Giuliani's doing right now, he's saving this country. The arrows he takes, the hits he takes, the business they take away from him, he doesn't care. Not only is Rudy Giuliani a great man, Rudy Giuliani is a good man. And you, that is very rare you see that in life, right? You're not going to stop Rudy Giuliani. He's the ultimate. I thought I was a honey badger. I'm nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm the wingman. I'm Rudy's wingman. He's Batman. I'm Robin, okay? He's Butch. I'm Sundance. He's, he's, he's the man, okay? He's relentless. He doesn't care, right? And he's going – here's the other thing that Biden's got to understand – just like he got Trump off impeachment, he is going. He is over your target, brother, and you don't have enough flack to put up. Okay, because you know why? The Bidens are soft. You've been you've been up there. You've been in a cocoon in Delaware. You've had all those state. You've had all the uh, law enforcement, the prosecutors. You know, looking the other way on the on the depravity you've had for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Chickens home to roost. Next 24 to 48 hours, the Biden, uh, the Biden crime family. We're going to take a short commercial break. Hopefully, we're going to get Matthew Tierman on here. and Finally, let Raheem and Jack. I'm going to stop hogging the mic. Get some, get some I'm all right. commentary. I'm just listening. <laughs> commentary. Get some commentary and analysis from our guys. Short commercial break. Remember, Rudy Giuliani said, hey, other than financial crimes, it's coming. Next, War Room Pandemic. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Pointing a We've special got to prosecutor. get the Attorney General to act. He's got to act, and he's got to act fast. He's got to appoint somebody. This is major corruption, and this has to be known about before the election. Here's the breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Mayor Rudy Giuliani just said... I want to make sure I just can reset this and reframe it. There are other crimes besides financial crimes. And he tomorrow, and Maria Bartiromo, he's going to be on tomorrow morning, is going to be coming forward with evidence of same. And um, 
This is where the Biden campaign starts to unwind because you're not tough. You're not focused. You can't tell the truth. You've never been put under 47 years. This was always the theory of the case. Joe Biden has never really been attacked, right? Like in modern politics, like Barack Obama was, like Hillary Clinton was. They're tough hombres. Hillary Clinton, the Clintons know how to go to the mattress. Didn't save her in 16, right? You got you to concentrate. You got to concentrate the firepower, right? Concentrate. Joe Biden never, and more importantly, the people around Joe Biden are all what I call pies. They're soft, right? Soft. You can see this. We're six days into this. Six days into this. No response. If people can understand, they've been out trying to get surrogates to go forward. It's lies. More than their surrogates in media, more than surrogates, these talking heads, the Russia thing. That's a joke. You're all going to be beclowned. We're going to play it over and over and over again on a loop, right? But you're even seeing that start to fade. They're losing confidence in that one, right? Here's the reason the Bidens know what's on the hard drive. They know what's on the hard drive. Absolutely, they know what's in the hard drive. That's why they're in shock. That's why Joe's in the mumble tank. That's why Joe's out with his granddaughter getting a milkshake with his one media appearance. Uh, there's no conspiracy, but there are also no coincidences. There are no coincidences. It's always planned. Here's the question today for the President of the United States, knowing that he's, he's directing the Attorney General of the United States Special Prosecutor. And I don't know if that's going to be quick enough, but one thing he's got to do is get the, the director of the FBI. He's got to get over in the Oval Office today, about 10 or 12 questions, ask him, say, hey, I'm looking for answers. And if he doesn't get the right answers in the Oval, he's got to be fired. Don't give him a chance to resign. Boom, sorry. I'm in question eight, and so far you're 0 for 8. You're gone. In golf, and the president will understand this, in golf, when you're playing a match or you're playing in a, in a, in a field – and you're sitting there and you call a penalty on the other golfer or you look at the rule book and you call a penalty. It's not that you're being a jerk. You're protecting the field. That's what's called protecting the field. You have an obligation, you have a fiduciary obligation to watch your opponent, not so that you can get an edge on him, so that you've protected the entire thing. This is what this is. Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren – would have been the nominee every day on War Room Pandemic or War Room 2020. We'd be arguing about populism on the right versus populism on the left. And we'd have a free and frank discussion, right, of policy solutions from populists who disagree on immigration, on climate change, on taxes, on own, you know, state ownership, all that. Yeah, but that's all. We, we both agree on one thing. The little guy gets the short end of the stick in the way the system's set up. The last thing we would have had is a neoliberal neocon from the corporate headquarters, the American, uh, the American version of Davos, Wilmington, Delaware, right? The post office box of the global corporations, the concierge. You wouldn't be running the concierge, Joe Biden. And that's what he got. The phoniness, he goes up in northeast Pennsylvania. And here's why he's surging. In the five most important days, he's got to be out there showing his face. And making personal contact. He's hiding. Why in the media? Stephanie Rule said today, Stephanie Rule, the cheerleader, she put her pom-poms down because she had the long face. She had the long face. Why is he not out there in these five days? Van Jones, look, I'm no Van Jones fan, but he's a smart, tough political guy. Last night on CNN, he's sitting there going, hey, stop with the national polls. 
He says, look at the look at the, look at the key districts, look at the key precincts, look at and he said the Biden campaign has not had a ground game, has not had people because of the pandemic going door to door. Trump does. The other thing that he brought up is the surge in voter registrations. The campaign tells me we checked this in 16, although we, we kind of got into it late in the, in the ball game in August. But I used to always check there. And this helps us in 16. But in, in 20, they've done a fabulous job. 20, 20 to 30 percent of the people that go to the to the rallies are not registered voters. This is called below low propensity. They're no propensity because they're not in the system. You got to sign them up and then you got to turn them out. Rudy Giuliani says there are other crimes here other than financial crimes. There's tons of financial crimes. There's tons of financial crimes. Access peddling you'll see over the next couple of days. Chinese intelligence officers, Chinese intelligence assets. They're all over these guys. Why? They know they're open for business. If you want to know why your job's not up in Northeast, you want to know why the jobs in Scranton are gone. You know why the, the Scranton jobs are in central China? That the sl- poor slave labor, the Lao Beijing is working for nothing, right? Taking your job. It's because of the Bidens, It's because this is the way the system works. They take your money, your pension fund money with those hedge funds. They partner up with these Chinese companies, but they need access points. The access points. It's not Hunter Biden. He's a junkie. And look, we wish him well in, in trying to go over the addiction. And, and the tragedy of him is they keep putting pressure on him. So he's got to come back and get back, go be the bag man again. That's why he's relapsing time and time and time again. He's trying, to, he's, trying to, he's trying to help run the family business. The family business is selling access to Joe. Do you think James Biden, Hunter Biden, any of these guys got a skill set? Uh, don't think so. In the Navy, they push him as a PR. I'm not even sure he did a PR. He's a, he's a PR officer, a public affairs officer, right? Another gun deck thing. If that had been Don Jr. or Eric, it, you would have had 60 minutes would have done like nine weeks straight on it. It's disgusting because it's a uh, because exposing your sons and daughters, the deplorables, to drugs. We're going to get Matthew Tierman here in a moment. So Rudy Giuliani tomorrow is going to be bringing forward evidence. And this is evidence he's already shared with third parties, independent third parties to review. Uh, and then has uh, and I'll let Rudy talk about tomorrow how he's gotten it into the system. But criminal activity over and above financial crimes. Right. The financial crimes, Joe Biden's got to come forward. He ought to have a press conference this afternoon, and they ought to have Matt Boyle at Breitbart down in the front row and have enough guts to call him Boyle. Let Boyle pit you with a flamethrower on, on, on China. Have some guts. I tell you what, even take the 60 minutes, even take the CBS guy. That poor CBS guy's been schlepping around with you for weeks just asking you a basic question. Hey, can you tell us about it? It's a smear. <laughs> That 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 that's what that is supposed to be good enough for him. We got Tierman on. We're going to get Tierman on. So he's got breaking news. Matthew Tierman has just been a, a rock star. We're trying a tough time to. And Tierman is an unsung hero in this because this guy has just been amazing. Twenty six thousand emails. Been working with a guy in federal prison. Guess what, Biden's your business partner flipped. Right, he's signing affidavits. He's flipping on twenty six thousand emails. Those emails got a treasure trove. Hey, and they got two hammers on it. Peter Schweitzer and Jack Posobiec. Okay. When they're in your life, your life changes. Like when, just like when you get Matt Boyle, your life changes. Never for the better, right? Never for the better. I Jack, predict yeah. another one's going to flip too. Devin Archer. You got to remember the guy who just flipped before this, Bevin Cooney. He's the guy who t- took the fall for the sixty million in bond funds that they stole from the Ogala Sioux, and that case started in twenty sixteen. But now Devin Archer got off. 
But now the judge came back and said, nope, the conviction stands. He's going to be sentenced in Here's January. a buried lead, and I think you're the only guy brought up. I think it was Jack Maxey. Jack Maxey's great. He's a buried lead machine. I think you're the first guy to actually bring forward. When you look in the details of the fraud of the poor Sioux Indian, the Sioux tribe, yes. which the Comanche and the Sioux are probably at the top of the warriors, right, for the Indians. Apaches maybe a third, but you got Sioux, you know, Custer, one of my guys, didn't like running into him at Little Bighorn, right? The Sioux were the Sioux are hammers. This poor Sioux tribe up there trying to raise sixty million dollars for schools and for development and to make something happen on the reservation, ripped off by Biden cronies, right? Never and 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 the Sioux and the witnesses in the thing said, "Hey, the reason we did it, they sold us that Joe Biden was part of the package." Yeah, right? that Joe Biden's name was mentioned over and over again, and then Eureka, guess what? When this gets investigated. Bevan Cooney, someone we've never heard of, is the fault guy. Somehow Archer gets off. Somehow Biden gets off by claiming, I didn't know those guys were using my dad's name. Come on, people. Stone this cold is lie. a scam. And you know so, what? Hold it. The, 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 it was the poor Sue up there that said yes. every, in every meeting, the reason we gave him the business, they said Biden. The reason we did this, they said Biden. This is another set of lies that the media, you should be ashamed of yourself. This is the poor Sue up there on the reservation trying to raise money, which, by the way, they're obligated to pay back. It's a debt security. Ripped off. They thought Biden, crickets. Where's the New York Times? Uh, where's the New York Times on this? Right? Where's the New York Times uh, financial guys? Where, where are you on this one? How come you haven't deconstructed it? Why 60 minutes? Where's 60 minutes? All your investigation, where's 60 minutes? It, right? It's Stephanie Rule, your former investment banker, you're very smart. I think you're married to an investment banker. You're, you're, you're one of the smartest people on, clearly one of the smartest people on MSNBC. That's not a high standard. But Stephanie, Rue, where are you on, on the bond issue for the poor Sioux Indians ripped off by the Bidens? Corruption stemmed to stern. All it is is like Tammany Hall, just grift off the top. Raheem Kassam. So I want to get into some of the reporting on this that's taking place right now. Interestingly, Slate has it as their lead item on the site, which tells you that the story is moving now. The title of the piece is What's Really Going On With Hunter Biden's Hard Drive? Here's Everything We Know. And it's a really weird article. It's very long, and it's, comp it's pretty comprehensive. And it says things like, the following the first New York Post story, the Biden campaign denied quote, that any substantive meeting occurred between then Vice President and claims that there are no records of it. So he's talking about, he's obviously talking about the Burisma uh, 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 gentleman, Pozarski. Uh, I'm going to butcher that name. Uh, but interestingly, it does ding. The, the, the Slate is taking an interesting line here. It does ding the Biden camp on this, and it does effectively... Salon, Salon or Slate? They're two different things. Slate. Okay, fine. Slate. They're not as crazy as Salon. Right. They're crazy, but not as crazy. But then there's an interesting line about three quarters of the way through, which says, okay, but Rudy Giuliani says it's legit. Is he trustworthy at all? No. So, in effect, it's endorsing some of the details that have come out of this drive. The hard drive from hell is, the, it is <laughs> what it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is what it is. And there's no, there's fancy, they got a thing that's slept. No, they got the metadata. Okay, note to all the people proclaiming yourself. There's a guy, I'm going to pick a random name out, Rupert Murdoch. He has, I think, $75 billion of publicly traded equities of companies he controls. Those companies being in the media business, okay? This hombre's run tabloids from time immemorial, including The Sun in London. He knows how, and his team knows how, senior management, editors, and particularly lawyers know how to go through something. So 
if this was a lie, if this was phony and Russian information, would the Biden campaign not come out and sue the New York Post on Thursday afternoon? Yes, they would have. Why they didn't do it? Because, one, they know it's accurate. It's emails. Number two, the countersuit on discovery would expose all the Bidens on every piece of activity. And people on TV know this. You sound like a clown show. Brian Stelton, these guys, this just shows you why, why media is now at 9%. Why is it 9%? And you can't, in the modern media, it's all online anyway. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. The more you try to stop it, it just, it metastasizes. Now this is the biggest story in the world. Daily Mail's got it back up today. And trust, talk to them. Their traffic is filthy on this. Everybody in the world wants a story. That was the that was in the Axios um, this morning. Their technology section says the New York Post story goes massive on social media despite crackdowns. It actually shows that its reach is just way bigger than any other story. Okay, we're going to come back. I want to d- drill down to that. The Axios guys, uh, Mike Allen and Swan and the team over there have got it. We're going to take a short commercial break and get back. Other crimes besides financial crimes. Hmm, I wonder what those could be. Next on War with Pandemic. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Matthew Tierman's going to join us in the next hour with uh, with new breaking uh, revelations on what they're seeing. The twenty six thousand emails regarding China. Uh, there's also going to be other stories coming out about Chinese intelligence assets all over the Biden family in their business relationships. Um, we're going to get to the mayor of Carbondale, uh, Pennsylvania. This is all going to come down to Northeast Pennsylvania. Whoever wins Northeast Pennsylvania will be the next president of the United States. Okay, that's simple. That's why Joe Biden's on the ticket, Bernie. Uh, you know, they had to get – he's always – and Jack Maxey, what do you say when he runs? He's always from – When he runs, he's always from Scranton and Northeast Pennsylvania. But when he's cutting deals with the communist Chinese, Russian mayors, oligarchs around the world and selling out the American people, guess where he's from? He ought to the go party to, of Davos. He ought, to go to, he ought to go. If you had any character, and Jack Maxey from Yale told us yesterday, Heraclitus said, character is destiny. He's pulling the Yale card right there. Character is destiny. Right? That's when they taught Western civilization at Yale, right? Back in the old days. when you know, I, I had to teach myself. Trust me, it was pretty bad back in the 80s. Men of steel, ships of oak. Um, I want to go to Raheem Kassam. I want to talk about the tech piece. As much as the mainstream media tries to tries to suppress this, and, and let's give a shout out to all our new viewers and listeners. We try to separate out the signal from the noise all the time. Yes, we are partisans. But whether it's the pandemic, whether it's the rise of the Chinese Communist Party, whether it's rise of populism, nationalism, and we try to provide uh, uh, comfort to the Bernie. You know, we're populist. And we're economic nationalists, and we understand that Bernie's got a lot of populists, a lot of economic nationalists. We have two different policy prescriptions, but we are united in the fact that the little guy, it, it, the whole system rests on his shoulders. Now, we think we have a better set of policy prescriptions, but we are open to conversations and debate. That's why I have a huge Bernie audience, and all of the Bernie audience ought to be more outraged than we're outraged, right? Because quite frankly, we'd rather take on Joe Biden than Bernie. Because it would have been a heated conversation about populism and maybe how Bernie's kind of slid into socialism. But, hey, that's a policy discussion. You got played again. You have to answer for yourselves again. Are you going to support it? If you vote for Biden, 
if you support Biden, and we've been very open here for the Bernie guys, hey, as we talk about people going to sign up as poll watchers and going to election officials, if you support Biden, that's fine. This is a democracy. You hear us every day on the pandemic talking about the pandemic and policy solutions of the pandemic, all the way from guys that think it's a hoax to Jack Maxey and the men of steel that want to have herd immunity tomorrow in Sweden, right, sitting there with their shirts off out there in the cold, right, jumping in the water. Just kissing right? each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, these guys, these Swedish guys are jumping around, give me herd immunity, right? Herd immunity that. To, to, to Bannon and Dr. Yannis said this is a bioweapon from Charles China. The, Charles XII would be very proud of his Swedish people today. <laughs> but I want to give a shout to everybody who's listening now. We give you tomorrow's news today. We separate out the signal from the north. We're not here to waste your time, and we're not here to entertain you. As people, longtime listeners know, we don't give people pats on the head. We tell the, everybody related to the Trump revolution for months now. I don't want to hear any whining and no tears on election night you got to make this happen. This is not about ads. This isn't, right now we're in this. We're in the kill zone. The next two weeks is where this election is decided. There's no more persuasions who comes out to vote. But I will say this about the Bernie voters. And Michael Moore is the first guy to pick this out in, in, uh, in Michigan, that card. 80,000, you know, we won it by, what, 12,000 in Michigan? And uh, there were 80,000 ballots that were down ticket, all Democrat, and blank for President of the United States. Bernie voters... We will take blanks, okay? We understand there's a lot of uh, African-American males out there that are now listening to Cube and 50 Cent and saying, hey, you know what? I'd like what I'm hearing. That may not be ready to vote for Donald J. Trump, okay? Got it. Understand that. But do you really have to support and continue to support the neoliberal, neocon that's got that Raheem I, I want to jump in here because I want to make sure we've got a, this huge stonking audience right now watching live and I want to make sure everybody understands uh, stay tuned the next hour Matthew Tierman I'm in contact with him right now he's going to be breaking some news here uh, in the next hour as well uh, about all these Bevan Cooney emails and what's what's buried in these in these thousands upon thousands 26,000 emails are going through but Here's what we need Remember, you to do. Cooney's in federal prison. He's flipped, signed right. affidavits. He's turned on the Bidens. And here's what we need you to do for the audience. Okay, so you got to hit the like buttons on everything that you're watching this on, whether it's YouTube or Facebook, etc. you got to hit the share buttons. But most importantly, we want to make sure that you're subscribed. There is going to be stories upon stories upon stories over the next coming weeks. You have to subscribe in the podcast, on all the podcast platforms, yeah. and in Remember, the Remember, we're totally free. We never take any pennies right. from, from anything from the deplorables of live budgeting. It's all free. I want to thank, by the way, G News and GTV have sent me a live thing. They're blown through the firewall live. They're not even waiting until later in the day. They're blown through the firewall. There's tens of millions of people in China watching this right now. Because, listen, here's the thing. Joe Biden's taking blood money. You don't think this comes from anywhere? This comes, they've stolen this money from the poor people of China. They're living like slaves. Living like slaves. Don't ask me. Ask all the people who have left China and tell them what their life is back there. Ask them what the suicide rates of the young women that are treated like robots in these factories for nothing, right, and get so depressed they kill themselves. They're treated like slaves. That's the money. That's who Joe Biden took the money from. That's where the outrage ought to be. Where's the outrage of the Bernie voters? Where's the AOC? Where's your outrage? You defend people. Omar, you defend people. You're defenders of the people. Okay, I buy that. Where's your outrage? Where are you pointed at Biden from who he took the money from? Do they not count? The people in China not count. Lied by Jing old Hernandez. They don't count. They don't count. Is that what we're hearing? They don't count. They can be treated like slaves. They can be treated like animals. They can be stolen from and oppressed and put in prisons and commit suicides and have these concentration camps, but they don't count. Right? 
Joe Biden can be in business with all these guys that take all their money. This is not about a son's drug problem. This is about a father's national security problem. He is a national security issue for the United States of America. And he has taken blood money from the Chinese people. And hey, I got news for you, Biden. They're coming for their money. Okay? They're coming for their money. The day that they just sit there, what do you think, new federal state? What do you think whistleblower? You don't think they're afraid of them? Twitter is shutting down the whistleblower movement on a global basis on Twitter. We're going to have them on here at 1130. They're shutting them down. Why? They see what they're retweeting. Oh, my gosh, they're not on Twitter message, right? They're not, they're not, they're not playing into the. I thought Asians hated Trump. Asians want their freedom, and they're coming for the people that are stealing their freedom. They're coming for the people that have backed the people who stole stolen their freedom. Joe Biden has blood on his hands. His family has blood on his hands. They've taken money from the worst people at the worst companies, supported by the worst dictatorships in the world. We're going to turn now at, at the top of the hour. We're going to bring in where this where this election is going to be decided. It's the reason Joe Biden's the candidate. They need to take Northeast Pennsylvania. We're going to go to the mayor of Carbondale. We're going to find out exactly what's playing. Joe Biden's hiding. For the five most important days of his campaign, why he does not want to face the people of Northeast Pennsylvania.